Hello there. Welcome to The Game Tree. This is where we talk about all things streaming and we ask the difficult question of what games would you want to take with you on a desert island? I'm Peach Please and I have my wonderful co-host Justin with me. Hey, Justin. Hey there. How you doing? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm doing okay. Not bad. Good. Uh, and we are now on episode seven. And this month we have a super awesome guest. As well as being a Twitch streamer, he is a comedian, actor, voiceover artist, and also a fellow podcaster. He also has one of the most contagious laughs I've ever heard. It's the lovely Inel Tomlinson. Hello, Inel. Hiya. How you doing? <laughs> I'm, <ooh>. I'm all right. <laughs> do you want to okay. break the news? <laughs> No, no, I'll save it. I'll save it. You good? You good? I know. I know. He's just lost a save. He's just told us, and he's lost a save, and it's very sad. It's, yeah, it, yeah. I've, I've, I've just been having like storage woes this, this, uh, uh, this past month. I think I've just cursed this month. I lost like four, four terabytes of streams. Like oh my old Jeez. No. Oh, I know. I know. It's, it's, it's all happening in one, in, in one month. Oh well, man. hi guys. Hi. You have not been blessed by the uh the save gods. Yeah. I know, I know. <laughs> but thank you so much for joining us. We're really excited to have you on to chat. Sorry for the weird intro there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean I said this I said this off air, but your your demeanor right now is a thousand times better than mine would be. If if I lost either of the things that you lost either this week or right before we recorded, I would have said I'm quitting the podcast. Don't bother me anymore. And Do you know what? Like it's 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 cool, isn't it? Like I've I've things like this has happened in the past. I remember when uh, I was at uni, right? And I remember it was deadline day. Everyone's trying to print off their their dissertations and essays in the library. Like there's like ten minutes to go. Everyone's <laughs> trying to get their stuff done. I remember printing out my 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 work in the library, rushing over to the the submissions office, submitting it like a couple minutes before the deadline, mm -hmm. and then going home, then realized, hold on, I left my laptop in the library. No. I go back to the library, gone. It's gone. Of course it's gone. gone. <laughs> so like lo losing stuff is is it hurts, but like at the same time, I'm like, it's, it's, do you know what? It's you forget about it and you laugh about it in, in, in some time. But hopefully, You've done it you, enough. You do a lot of crying. Yeah. I'll cry. I'll cry off the pod. Oh, bless you. <laughs> uh, so as I said, I know you're a comedian and have been for quite some time, um, which definitely shows because your streams are so hilarious. Um, oh, thanks. You're welcome. But one of the things I'm interested to find out is when did you start streaming and what pushed you towards it amongst all the other things you do? Because you are a busy boy. Mm. Do you know what it, do you know what it is like? Video games is always like when I was when I was a kid was always a thing that the geeky kids did or the nerdy kids did, and it was never seen as like the cool thing. Like mm -hmm. everybody knew about Mario and like played Street Fighter and things like that, but like to be an avid gamer was seen as as something that was quite sad. And so like as I as that's just how it was when I grew yeah up. I understand but, completely in, in yeah. the areas that I grew up in as well I grew up in North London and, uh -huh. and so it was that's how things were like and so as I as I like went throughout my career I've always played games but it's always been like a a thing that I just did for myself or mm. like with like my brothers and whatever uh, but then I don't know like it got to it got to about a stage about six seven years ago or something like that and where I was like. I don't know why I'm hiding this side of myself to to everyone that I meet. Like when I meet people and things like I'm always telling them I do comedy or acting or voiceover stuff. 
but I never tell them that I'm a gamer because of the, the viewpoint that they that I, I'm feeling that they might have on me. Mm. And I was like, you know what? I got to stop caring about what other people think. I was like, let me just let me just do me. And like Twitch was always a thing where it was always available on like on like Xbox and PlayStation, but I never used it. And I thought, let me just use it. Uh, it was about six years ago. Like I just started up a stream, just started chatting about the game that I was playing. I think it was Shadow of Mordor or something like that. It's a good game. Uh, playing through that. Great game. And I just and I started playing there and I just really enjoyed it. And I was like, just really like enjoyed talking about games, playing games. And I, I think I was only streaming to like two people. But, but yeah, we all started somewhere. But it, was, but it was, I enjoyed doing, I enjoyed like the process of streaming. And I was like, yeah, this is something I want to really want to celebrate about myself rather than hide it away. And uh, yeah, that's how I kind of got into it. Awesome. And was that before, so did you start streaming before you kind of did all of the comedy stuff? Did it give no, you more I, confidence I was or was it the other way around because you're already kind of like a, you're already presenting in front of people? I've always been a quite confident guy. Um, not not like a big headed thing, but I always I always feel like you have to kind of shoot your shoot your shot, right? And you have to kind of if you're not in the conversation, then <laughs> you're not involved. And so I always wanted to I wanted to, I wanted to kind of use it as an, another way of doing live entertainment. I mean, I do stand up comedy, which is like obviously live in in the evenings in bars and clubs and things and comedy clubs. But and I just saw it as like an extension of that in in many ways. I would think I would think though that doing after doing stand up and and getting up in front of a crowd of people and having to tell jokes and seeing in like do, are these jokes landing in real time that mm -hmm. while not an easy thing streaming would be a much more less stressful task uh, than oh, getting up streaming there. Streaming is is so much more easier. Yeah. <laughs> Because I, I, I was also a teacher as well. I'm like a, I used to be a secondary school teacher as you well. You really do I, do I everything, just, don't you? He does. He's got, go. his, he's got his hand in a lot <laughs> of jars. Yeah. yeah. Well, do you know what it was? Because like, I, I always wanted to follow like a, a creative pursuit. But at the same time, like, like I'm a black guy from London, isn't it? And it's like, I need to have like a, I need to have like a, like a, not like a fallback, but like a plan B if, if things don't go my way. Because the entertainment industry it's hard to get into and it's hard to crack anyway. And so even though like I, I went to uni and I studied like drama and theater studies and things like that, I, I made sure that I got like a, my teaching qualification. I did a PGCE. So I started teaching in secondary schools as something that like, if, if it all goes tits up, that I could, I could go back to teaching and I, and I can teach and I'm passionate about teaching and like helping people and educating people. And so that was that thing. And then stand up was also played part in part with that because stand up and teaching is very similar. It's, it's just it's about standing in front of a, a group of people trying to hold their attention for long periods of time and keeping them focused on you and what you're saying. And and in that regard, like streaming also kind of falls into that. It's like you're you've got an audience for like for however however long you're streaming for, maybe a couple of hours. You got to keep hold their attention, otherwise people are ducking out. And they and and they they're gonna move on to whatever or something else. Or you gotta try to not get heckled else. as well. <laughs> that so it's 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 very it's very similar to, to teaching. It's very similar to stand up. And so streaming, it, it it was like a natural fit for me. It was like ah, oh, like it's it's the same kind of skill sets that I'm using that I already, I'm already using, 
uh, in in my other occupations. It's just done in a in a cool online way where I don't yeah I don't have to hear people heckling me. It's all good. It would be <laughs> it, it would be really nice if while you're doing stand up you could have mods just grab anybody who's heckling and just yeet them out of the club. <laughs> just chuck them out. Come on, get out of here. Come on. Like when I do stand up, I'm 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 quite lucky, touch wood. I got like a big personality, and so it it takes a lot for someone to try and heckle me if if you get what I mean. It's yeah. like you, you have to have a bigger personality than me if you want yeah, to Yeah, it takes some me. guts to heckle. Otherwise, for sure. it's, it's not really gonna kind of work or land, if that makes sense. And it's not like they're hidden behind a keyboard either. Yeah. <laughs> nope. <laughs> keyboard warriors, they can try it, but it doesn't. come on. So you talked about uh how you started playing games and you kind of hid it because mm-hmm. no one wants to be seen as a nerd. But what first you first got you into them and what was the first game that you really, really loved? It was my brother's. Uh, my brother was... Uh, uh, my, my, my older brother had like an Atari. I think it was, what was it? Like a 2600 or something like that. Yeah. It makes me sound old, but we weren't old. It's just that's, that's the console we had. So Everybody else had, had Nintendos. <laughs> it, it, it wasn't like I'm talking back, back, back in the day. Everyone had those consoles. We just had an Atari in it. <laughs> You're a little bit behind. You used to play with that. And I remember, oh, I can't remember whether it was like his birthday or something. Like he got like a uh, an NES and a Nintendo Entertainment System with like Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles at the time. Loved it. And like ever since then, like, I just I just remember like playing those games and going into school, telling all my friends like, yeah, I was playing, I was playing as Donatello and I was doing this, I was doing that. And then Mario came out, loved Mario and Mario Kart. Uh, I was like a, I like just, <laughs> I used to just talk about Nintendo all the time and all the other kids just didn't really care. It's like, yeah, let's go play some football and <laughs> do you know what I mean? Or talk about <laughs> X-Men or something like that. Uh, but yeah, I, I was, I was obsessed with like games from a kid. And then since then, like it was, it's kind of just always been like a part of my life. It's always been like something I like to do in my, it was always something I like to do in my spare time. Like I'd do other things. And then when I had some downtime, I'd be like, oh, okay, let me chuck on the console and, and play like a, a game or whatnot. I never used to play as much as I, I do now. Um, I always played video games. You can see a lot of video games behind me, but it's like very, 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 very little time to actually play them. Most of these I even played. It's just for show. It's just for show. I, I, I don't even know what half of these games are. What are these? I don't know. I think that's the case for a lot of streamers though. Like I definitely know that the majority of the time where I am playing games, it's in stream time. And if it's right. in my downtime, I kind of gravitate to the same kind of games. Like, it's very rare that I'll start a new game in my own time. Usually it's for kind of oh, stream purposes. I'm, I'm opposite. I'm opposite. Really? I'll, I play most of my games on stream. But if I'm going to play a game off stream, it's usually a completely different game than what mm. I'm playing on the stream. It's mainly because I know like most people won't tune into it. <laughs> what, what, what kind of games? What kind of games do you like to play in your downtime? I love puzzle games. Like I, I love puzzle games. Like puzzle games are my jam. Like um, I'm a big fan of like escape rooms and things. And uh-huh. uh, uh, and like I'm lucky. Like I'm in London. There's like so many in London. I've been to like three or four different ones in London. Yeah, same. I love an escape room. Up. I've never done an escape room. Have you not? It's so one. much fun. No, I've never oh, done them. Get it good, man. It's so good. My They're wife so really wants to, and I keep saying, "Okay, we'll go do it." And then we haven't been able to go out because of COVID. <laughs> so when that's over, oh, yeah, um, definitely should. look into Red Bulls. Red Bull do, do some fun ones. They do like worldwide ones where they invite like 
teams from all over the world. To oh come. wow! Yeah, they they get ser- they get serious with it. That's um, really cool. Like London's a po- got like a quite a few like fun story driven ones where they have like actors and things that play along with you. That's cool. cool. What's a um like you with liking puzzle games? What's one that stands out to you that you think is just stands above the rest of them that you've completed? Uh probably say the witness is, yeah. is really is like a really cool one i like how with the witness it's its mechanics are never really explained it, it, like you just have to kind of work out that what you're doing is the right thing and hope that that your the way you, the your brain is wired in a certain way that you can kind of oh, okay let me carry that thought on and then flip it and change it uh because i don't Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think there's any dialogue in the witness or anything at all. Um, it's just literally. Yes, there is dial. There are videos that play if you complete a puzzle. Like oh, and it's yes. it's yes. like FMV video. Um, no game made me feel dumber than the witness. <laughs> <laughs> and I great title though. Great title in terms of like puzzle design and I don't know how they must have come up with the game. I don't know how. This the, the logic that it puts you through. Um, mm-hmm. my brain doesn't work that way and apparently neither does my wife because we stared at one mm-hmm. puzzle for like two hours and the solution to this puzzle for every other puzzle you just walk straight up to it and you just it, you just you're right in front of it but the game never tells you that's what you have to do the solution to this puzzle was to stand like five feet back and two feet to the left mm-hmm. and then you would figure it out that way and it was like yeah. the game gives you absolutely no indication that's what you have to do. It's like you got to figure it out for yourself. And I was like, this is oh, wonderful. It's, it's one of those ones. It's but not like, for me. You literally have yeah. to like step back and just... <laughs> some, some, some of them I, I, had, like, I had to come back to like a year later and then I suddenly saw it and I was like, whoa, I spent hours trying to f- f- like figure this puzzle out. I come back like a couple months later and then it's like, oh, oh yeah. It's so weird, isn't it? You have to go away for a bit and come back with a fresh head and you're like, why didn't I see that before? Yeah. It's crazy. There's, there's a puzzle in the witness where you, you have to use the clouds to, <laughs> to figure it out. I was like, "What? No one's ever going to tell you look up in the How sky." How did you not know clouds. that? It's, it's you have to be standing in a specific spot, looking at the sky, and then you'll suddenly see something in the sky, and you're like, "Wait, hold on, that's." <laughs> that, that would annoy me. Like, I, I, I do really like puzzle games, but. Uh, they they do make me angry when it when it pulls things like that on you. That's oh, when I start shaking my fist at the screen and just losing. My <laughs> I'm, I'm quite a patient person. I, I'm, <laughs> I let I kind of let things like slide off of me. Well, hence the the data stuff losing all of that. Like, is I have to otherwise I go chill. insane. I think super chill. I'll go I'll go insane if I did. <laughs> you gotta you gotta teach me some of that I, I need to i need to take some of that chillness and apply it to myself hey, it, it works man it works it's i think that's why i like puzzle games it's because it's te- it tests me in that kind of way to not lose it but it you can kind of get annoyed with yourself for not being able to figure something out but it's it's more a case of staying chill it's like no wait we, yeah, we can get this we can get this just take it might just take a while but yeah you can get there <laughs> so if you like puzzle games, what's a genre that you don't like? Oh, oh. I don't like those like uh, dating sim games. I don't like those. Uh, probably because I've probably never played one. But all the ones I've seen are all, all to do with dating girls and getting them to take their clothes off. Those sort of kind of. <laughs> 
uh, <laughs> anime esque games. Yes, okay. I was like, yeah, and I'm like, yeah, that's it's not really for me. Like, <laughs> fair enough. I don't know, it, it just sends like a like a weird like super seducer kind of vibe out there. Oh, don't oh, get me God. started on super seducer. Yeah, let's that's not go I mean. there. And like gamers are crazy as <laughs> as it is. Just don't 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 feed them more more of that stuff. It's funny that you say that though, because I know that. So your girlfriend Mel, who's also a streamer, I know that she is a fan of the dating games. So I've definitely watched her play some of those. Did you just let her take all of those on? It depends, because like she was playing like uh, Five Dates, uh, yeah. which is a great. Which is I a great really want to play game. that. Um, but that's like that's more like a F- FMV kind of choose your own adventure kind of thing. It's yeah. not really about trying to get people's clothes off is about kind of trying to find a connection with someone yeah which i which i, I which i hey i'm down for that but like a lot of the anime-esque ones i've seen is hey you've managed you've managed to successfully <laughs> stalk this girl and find out that she <laughs> likes these sort of comic books so let's buy her one of those comic books in the hope that she'll take her clothes off and it's like oh wow it's very creepy <laughs> and then we it's wonder why creepy. we got so many creepy creepy people online <laughs> it's, like, it's like of course they're creepy look at the stuff that you're giving them it is crazy that those kind of games are just allowed to be out there i mean steam really is, is steam is chock full of them <laughs> it is Ooh. it's crazy we've oh. seen some very weird ones <laughs> And now I'm, I'm just taking a look at your room behind you. It's you know, I, I love the layout of your space there. But I'm looking back. Nice. Do you have a Wii U hooked up? Yeah. <laughs> I loved the, the Wii U. I miss Wii my is, Wii U. Wii is the most underrated console. I ever. had a Wii U. I'm not disparaging the console in any way. You, I was, I was one of like eleven thousand people that actually bought one. Or, no, it was like like eleven million people that actually bought one. I was gonna say eleven thousand. Oh, it's eleven. It's like eleven million, which I think the switch passed in like two months. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, pretty quickly. What What do you still play on that console? Because a lot of those games got remastered for the Switch. They did. Um, there's still there's still some that haven't. Um, I've been playing Twilight Princess HD on stream. Uh, although I will say that game is troublesome as hell. Troublesome as hell. I is like, it because, because I find that with the, the kind of older games that you try to bring to now, it's usually like the camera angles and the controls and everything are really clunky. And is it anything that. to do with that or what is it? Nothing to do with that. The actual story and the characters within it are absolutely mad. And I think a lot of really? people, when they probably played it, were just pressing the A button and scrubbing through the story. And they didn't realise it. <laughs> Like just look, just the other day we was playing it on stream, right? There's this doctor. <laughs> he says he's got the best hands in the business. They call him the golden mitts, right? His <laughs> words, not mine. And there's basically, basically, there's a girl in the game called Ilya who's lost her memory. We don't know why she lost her memory. Last thing we know is the doctor was trying to examine her, couldn't find out what was going on. We don't know. Hopefully the memories come back. Mm-hmm. We go see the doctor in the game and he's like, yeah. She wasn't, she didn't mention me, did she? <laughs> and my hands. Mm-hmm. This girl is a, is a teenager. She's not even an adult. Oh, She's no. not even an adult. And this, cre- this is the dialogue this guy's got in the game. He's also racist as well. If you talk to, if you talk to the, the people in the, in the castle town, they're like saying, yeah, I heard the doctor didn't even want to give that Zora boy a full examination. He don't, he don't examine Zoras. What? <laughs> full blown racism in the, in the Zelda game about he don't he don't examine Zoras like that. 
mad oh my god but i think you're right i think especially in zelda game zelda game is a terrible for it where you just skip through the dialogue because really no one cares but i guess because of the way that your streams are you do focus a lot on the story and you do the voices and everything which is amazing so i I guess you you really do pay attention to the to the dialogue so i think that's what it is because they've got away with it because zelda doesn't have any voice acting and so like every time i play like a zelda game i voice every character and I think what happens is when once you voice all the characters and you bring them to life, the chat start to start to hear stuff that they didn't really hear before. Mm-hmm. Like, what? What did, what did you just say? <laughs> wow! Roll that back. There's a there's a scene in in the same game where the the girl, the teenage girl, needs to get back to Kakariko Village, and is and is like and there's a whole bunch of soldiers in the in the in the tavern. And it's like oh, it's a bit too dangerous if you go go alone. Why don't we escort ya? And then they all start going, in the bar. And then and then the and then the, the, the lady, the Telma, the bar lady, looks at the young girl and is like, oh boys. That's what? amazing. What what? what, what? <laughs> we'll wow. escort ya, love. Don't you worry about it. <laughs> that's just that's direct quote. Sometimes Go back I do and play find... it and then you see you start to see all this stuff that I'm seeing and you're like, oh yeah, it's wild. That's hilarious. I do find that that's the case with it can be the case with older games, and I find that with older like TV shows as well, where you rewatch mm-hmm. it and you're like, oh, that oh, wouldn't have been yeah. allowed now. <laughs> oh, there's a there's a lot of TV shows you you, you can't watch now. Yeah, <laughs> a, I, I mean you could put that towards a lot of different things because I I'm what I just watched all of Invincible with Ange. And uh, Invincible is my favorite comic series of all time. So it's completed like big, big 12 uh, volumes, right? So like mm-hmm. I'm rereading it. And in the first six volumes, I've already seen the word gay used, not the way that it should be. Uh, no less than I'll say a dozen times, a- along with mm-hmm. like a couple of other Crazy. phrases that just that would not fly. And this isn't going back very far. Like Invincible started, I think, like two thousand three, two thousand four. Yeah, it's in the two thousands. Yeah. So within with less than twenty years, certain like words and phrases are like, well, like there should be like a warning label on the front of this. Like, listen, just like in those old Disney cartoons, like we're not going to change this, but just know mm-hmm. that this is how it was back then. <laughs> Disney yeah. Disney glossed over that one. Dumbo, yeah. they glossed over Dumbo. <laughs> I'm so traumatized by Dumbo. Oh my god! Jeez. All Disney <laughs> movies think, had no that's, chill. That's a, it's a great sign of like society kind of changing, but it's also like a thing where it's like, whoa, the misogyny and the racism yeah. and the sexism we were putting up with before, absolutely wild. Speaking about voice acting and everything, because obviously mm-hmm. you 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 do all the voices in your streams and it's amazing, it's hilarious. I I could go two hours into a game that's like so dialogue heavy and I'm talking away and my voice is just dead by the end of it. How do you do it? I need to know. <laughs> what is your uh, secret? I was, I'll be honest, it's, it's years of like training and like breathing exercises and things. It's, uh, but the thing is, I always have a limit on my streams. I'll never go over like four hours. Like mm. it's very rare if I like, I'll go over four hours. It's the same if I'm like doing a voiceover session. If like a voiceover session is going to be longer than four hours, I'll usually tell the client that they're going to need to kind of s- split the the sessions up so yeah, it'll be shorter. That's fair. Because like you don't want you don't want a voice actor to be like six hours deep because like the the stuff they're coming up with in in hours 
hour five is not going to be great. It's not going to yeah. be fire like the stuff in the first hour. Like yeah. their voice is going to be tired. They're going to be exhausted, especially if they're doing a character voice and it's not their own voice. That can take its toll as well, especially if they're like heightening the pitch or the tone of like their 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 the cadence. It, it can really like exhaust you, and and so like you have to you have to know your own limits. Is is my thing. Like I know my limit is four hours. Like professionally, so like on a stream, I'll never do longer than four hours either. Is that the longest yeah. you've ever done? Have you ever done like a twelve hour or anything? I've done a twelve hour stream. Like I've I've got like I've got energy for days, but like it's it's more a case of. <sighs> Diminishing returns, really. It's like no one's gonna watch you for twelve hours. <laughs> they, they might tune in for one or two. They might come back in in a, in six hours time. They'll go asleep. They'll to. come back. You know what I mean? Like no one's really paying much attention for that long. So it's like, is there really need? Is there much of a need to go on for that long, really? Like I'll do it for charity streams. Like the only time I've done it is for like the charity stuff where we're raising money. Outside yeah. of that, I I like as a as a streamer as a streamer tip i'll say like five hours max <laughs> and you shouldn't even be doing five that's fair <laughs> that's totally fair i usually aim for about four that's usually what i do as well so Four's i totally a sweet agree spot. with that it's, it's it's a decent sweet spot if you've got some especially if you mix it up if you've got like some chit chat and then you you got some gameplay and then you got something else it's great it's it's, it's a full show yeah fair so you mentioned streamer tips. If someone came to you and they said, I know, I'm just about to start streaming, what tips are you going to give me? What would you say? Uh, I'd, I'd, I'd say cater, cater to what, what you do best. Like, what's your... I'd, I'd, I'd say, I'd look in the mirror and say, what's your USP? What's, what's, what makes you special? and What makes you stand out above everybody else? Because there's a lot of people on streaming platforms doing similar things but what makes you special and what what do you do that is better than anybody else or even if it's not better than anyone unique to you and bring and makes people find you interesting um and that's what i i reckon people should like focus on if they want to do streaming so a lot of people feel like if they want to be on twitch they have to like play games and things it's like no not necessarily mm -hmm. like if you're if you're like a really good cook try that like so I know some people that do magic and they're just like they practice magic tricks on there and and you get like audiences impressions and things like other people they, they'll sing because like they're a singer they, they got some new songs that they they've they've written that week let me try it out in front of an audience like my my thing is what's unique to you and like try and find an audience that like what you do rather than trying to emulate everybody else because there's a like it's it's very easy to want to copy everybody else because you can see how successful some people are but at the same time like it's like you have to kind of stay true to who you are otherwise you're you're gonna get tired and bored of it yourself at the end of the day of trying to copy everybody else and that's it's not fun it's not exactly. fun to, <laughs> to try to be emulate ninja or well, yeah whoever. if you're trying to pretend to have fun as well that's just the worst thing you could possibly watch <sighs> <laughs> you, you, and you can tell as well because sometimes you'll, you can you'll totally tell on, yeah yeah you can check it on like uh on different streamers you can tell they're not enjoying it and they're they're going through the motions they're almost on autopilot and it's not yeah. fun it's not fun for the viewer it's not fun for the streamer so, what, so what's going on but like my thing is if you generally enjoy like certain aspects of streaming or there's something that there's you that's unique to you that you want to celebrate and showcase online then that's what you should uh, you should focus on. Would be my uh, my tip. That's very wise. I think that's really relevant to now as well. How you're saying that 
Twitch is so open to so many different things like cooking, music, everything like that. And mm -hmm. obviously at the moment, there's a lot of mostly men who are kind of bothered about these kind of hot tub streamers and everything like that. And Damn, they're taking all their the viewers away and I've, they're kind of like, oh. Taking your viewers away, bro. Was you going to get in a hot tub? Exactly. <laughs> but like they say, you know, since, since when did, was Twitch not about gaming and everything like that? It's always been not always about it's gaming. Always, no, from the early days. Early <laughs> you can do whatever you want been, on Twitch. Yeah, it's it's a streaming platform. Like they like they've leaned heavily into the gaming side because it's because they've got so many integrations with the consoles and things, and it works out, especially with like. Uh, it's a great platform to kind of showcase gameplay and things. But at the same time, it's a fantastic... Like, most of Twitch is people in Just Chatting doing various different things. Yeah. yeah. Like, Just Chatting the is most like... Most busy category. It's the most busiest category every day, all day. And, like, and when you go on there, like, there's a lot of people doing a lot of different things. Yes, there's people in hot tubs, but so that's there's an audience for it. Let them have their hot tubs. Like I'm just jealous. <laughs> I want to sit in a hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> trying to find room, isn't it? <laughs> trying to get the hot tub in there. It's not enough space. <laughs> <laughs> not in my like, cabin. There's a, a lot of haters, a lot of gatekeepers, and I and I'm, I, I hate that because it, it's many people that don't like change, and I'm always always one for change. Like as we were just talking about in terms of how things were done in the past, like we were accepting all these things that weren't even read. Like nowadays we see them as kind of troublesome and, and it's the same. It's like, like, it's good to have change. It's good to have like new people coming onto the platform and doing new things and bringing different audience members with them. That's great. Like there's, there's, there's like a, there's an elderly couple. I forget their names, but they, 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 the guy plays the piano and his wife watches, uh, wife uh, responds to the chat and stuff. And they just take requests about different songs and he makes songs up. That's and so it'll just, sweet. And, it'll just, and like the guy's like in his 80s, she's in her 70s. But it's nice because like they're just there like doing their thing because he likes making songs and playing the piano and, and the keyboard and thing. And she likes interacting with the community. And like there's, there's a space for him here, which is great. Like, I don't, why do we want another teenager in his bedroom playing League of Legends? <laughs> <laughs> People forget that Twitch was Justin TV before Justin it was Twitch. TV, yeah. And Justin TV was not just video games. Nope. So, it was just people just doing weird stuff. Doing, Same yeah. with like, was it you play as well? Yeah. That was one. Yeah, it's just people just doing whatever. They had a camera, yeah. let's go. It's like, and uh, I, I think I, I think don't forget that if you want to be a streamer would be my thing because uh, focus on what's unique to you. Like the games are great, but I like I always use the games as like uh, almost like uh, like an icebreaker. It's something that draws people there. It's something that you might have in common with. It's something that you can talk about, but it's not the main thing. The main thing is you. Like the main the reason people are there and they're tuned into you like day in day out for hours on end is because of you not necessarily the game like there's a million and one people playing resident evil 8 at the minute but like why are they tuning into you playing it over the a thousand other people and mm -hmm. that's the that's the that's the source very true he says with like 10 viewers <laughs> <laughs> you do not have 10 viewers Shush. um Talking of kind of angry men who have nothing better to do, um, yeah. you're obviously in the in the black community. Do you find that that still brings any barriers to you at all? 
yeah, all the time. <laughs> I mean, all the time, let's nothing, be honest. It's nothing here. new, though. It's nothing new. It's 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 something that's always there. It's like uh like it's, it's in, in in any industry that I'm involved in because like the the voiceover industry that I'm in currently is one of the toughest industries like in in the world to kind of get your foot in. It's super hard. Like anyone could be an actor and like make short films and things like that, but being uh, like a voiceover artist is so hard especially to kind of uh keep a consistent living for for mm. for years on years and especially for people that look like me or sound like me because there's not many roles for people that look like me and sound like me but you're so good at doing voices they don't care <laughs> <laughs> they don't care peach. They give a shit. come on peach well you've been playing through resident <laughs> evil 8 right how many black people in that game there you go <laughs> So there's so there's, right there's there. me. There's no involvement for me there. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's it's yeah. It's like Twitch is 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 kind of similar. Like there's there's a lot of black people on Twitch. There's not too many kind of uh, black UK representation. They 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 they're, they're definitely there. But um, in terms of like them being able to get the support that they need from like viewers and companies and brands and things like that, it's 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 a tough one. This is yeah. it's quite difficult. Um, I, do you know what it is? You know, I always say like it's no, it's no shade to anyone, but like people like to watch, people like to go on live streams and they like to watch either people that are completely different to them or people that are like them and share the same passions or similar, similar backgrounds mm-hmm. and things like that. Which is, I think, most of us would probably find like most of our regular viewers are very similar to who we are, um, and there's no shade in that. That's that's cool. That's cool. Mm-hmm. And I guess. What happens? What happens with uh, a lot of times with black creators? They can be fantastic at what they do, but I guess some other viewers would think, "Oh, let me go and see this person instead because I'm I'm much more vibe with them because they're doing something completely different." Even though it is good, I'll, I'll go over here instead. Yeah. And and I, and it it's a bit of that sometimes because you you can there's there's I I can think of like so many content black content creators on off the top of my head that. They put in so much effort into what they do, the amount of craft and energy, presentation, and then they'll and then they'll have very few people kind of watching their stuff and or promoting their stuff or pushing their stuff, and it's like oh wow. But then you'll see like some some huge content creators barely doing anything, not even this, not even put on a camera today. Don't want to, don't want to bother. Everyone's yeah. sharing their stuff. Everyone's championing them. Everyone's pushing their pushing them to be the top on the top of the top recommending them for this recommending them for that and it's 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 a little bit of that sometimes it can be quite frustrating but yeah yeah like it's it's changing slowly it's like you can see things changing very slowly which is cool but it's not changing fast enough for people to kind of make to maintain careers out here if that makes sense yeah i'm quite fortunate i'm quite fortunate that um uh, I got hands in many different pies, and so I can kind of support myself in a number of different ways. But there's a lot of people that kind of rely on content creation as their main source of income, and it's it's tough, man. Like especially when you see people quit, uh, and you know they're super talented at what they do, but they have to. They're kind of forced into positions where they have to kind of quit because they they can't feasibly maintain doing what they do because it's not getting the support that it needs. Um, in order to kind of do it, and there's and there's nothing, 
and and you can always say well maybe you should try marketing yourself better maybe you should try reach out to these companies and things but like if those companies aren't reaching out to you or looking out for you then it's it makes the job like a hundred times harder it's 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 the it's the same it's the same thing for most industries that i'm currently in as like comedy is the same it's why we see kind of the same faces on tv and the comedy world and and the ones that are on tour and then all the the ones that are breaking through they've managed to kind of break through because they've uh, curated their own audiences they're like they've they've managed to kind of blow up on instagram or they've blown up on twitter and they've gone yeah. viral and they've managed to kind of create an audience and a community that supports what their work to the point where the tv companies and the brands they can't ignore them anymore and then they have to kind of use them like, yeah. it shouldn't have to be the point where you have to kind of go hella super saiyan viral in order to go <laughs> sometimes order to that, get is, to the that is the case though that is the case you kind of there are a lot of people who obviously have got further because they have gone viral and sometimes it's the only option unfortunately yeah. <laughs> <Crazy>. <laughs> sorry i forgot what the original question was <laughs> so I I was just sorry <laughs> apologies uh, so I know we are really eager to find out. You find yourself on a deserted island. There's a magic tree that can give you only five video games. What are your choices? Hit us with the Ooh. first one. I need to know. Uh, well, the first first one is definitely Ring Fit Adventure. I had a feeling this would be on there because I love watching you do the Ring Fit. It's great when, I, when I'm just waking up and... Have an exercise. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it's not the it's not the let me just it's not like the the best the greatest exercise game in the world that's out there. There's there's, there's better exercise games. It's mm-hmm. just that this one is the is the is the easiest to pick up. It's the easiest to understand. It's, it's probably the most accessible one, uh, and it's got content for for years. Like mm-hmm. I've not finished it. I've not finished it. I finished. And the you've main been going story. for quite some time. I've 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 put hundreds and hundreds of hours into it. I've only f- I've I'm on the, I've finished the first new game plus. There's like three. There's wow. like I think there's like sixty nine worlds or something like that. I'm nice. on twenty eight. Oh wow! Did you get it at launch? Yep. <laughs> so you got to avoid you got to avoid the craze when when COVID started and those those kits were going for like three yeah. four hundred dollars. Yep, I saw the prices were skyrocketing. People were making money on eBay. Let yeah. me tell you that. Like it's they madness. were laughing. They were laughing. <laughs> but like you, you stream it a lot because you did it for like a. Didn't you do like a whole year of it? Kind of like a lockdown yeah, exercise so did, I, thing I, with I your it, streams. I did it online for a year, doing like two. Uh, it was about two to three to four times a week. Like on, at, it was like the least. Like I'd at least do two streams and then. At most, I do like four streams a week of like getting fit on stream. And it worked out, you know, because do, do you know what it was? I like I wanted to keep fit anyway. At first, at first, I was always a bit hesitant because I was like, like, I sweat a lot when I'm working out because like I I, I want to work out hard. And I was like, oh, I don't know how I feel about me like sweating sweating it out on camera for people to just watch me in their houses just like this, just like. <laughs> Sweat, sweat cam. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, mm. but I was like, in the end, like as I said, like who cares what other people think? At the end of the day, like you do you, innit? I'm I'm out here getting buff. What are you doing? Exactly. <laughs> I'm sat I'm sat there eating my toast. I know that's what I'm doing. <laughs> Cheering you on. 
the, like the, my way around it was like if i'm gonna get if i'm gonna try and get buff on stream and and sweat it out then you guys should like join in as well with me and so i what i tried to do is try to make it try to make a stream that is accessible for everybody to kind of join in and like ring fit is probably the has the is the exercise game that that is like easy for anyone to kind of join in with you don't really need much like yeah it comes with the ring con thing but like you can substitute that out with loads of things in your house like it's like you can get a cushion and you can squeeze and pull a cushion the same way that you're doing that it's like it's it's no no kind of different and so like ring fit is probably the one of the games that i'll definitely bring because as i said it's got content for years i've still not finished it like there's tons of modes I love how you can kind of compete against other people, uh, other people's times and exercise. There's like leaderboards on every single exercise in the game. Like if you squeeze it in, it's tracking it. Like <laughs> every time you squat, it's tracked it. And there's like, I, there's, I think I read there's something like over 70 different leaderboards in the game for, wow. for the different things that you do in the game. And it's, everything's tracked and so you can record everything which is great like in fitness it's always and you can compete with your friends and everything can't you yeah you compete with your friends and and the main thing is you're competing against yourself as well you're trying Mm. to see how your improvements you're trying to see how well you you are 30 days in 40 days in uh and or to a year in and see how you've improved or declined in some places and you know what you can work on and what you can improve on like my stamina's got a lot better um uh like like it's it it works it it really does work it really does work <laughs> and i watch you and you're like come on peach you're gonna join me and i'm like involved, no why, why do you want to get involved <laughs> i can't see you you can see me peach just, i can i can see peach just literally there with her tea and her toast and just being like you have great form I will continue to You're watch. You're doing great. You're doing fantastic. <laughs> Go you. Yay. Anyway, I'm going to click over to someone else. Yeah. <laughs> I'll check back in in 20 minutes, mate. See how you go. And now it's making me feel bad about myself. Time to go watch somebody play Resident Evil. Yeah. I think that's what happens. My my numbers definitely go down when I do ring fit. <laughs> They're so they much go down fun, by though. half. Oh mate. <laughs> Even people don't want to watch me sweat or it makes them feel bad. They're like, yeah, let me get out of here. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Amazing. So you're gonna be really fit and healthy on this desert island. You have to if you're on a desert you're gonna, island. You're gonna be buff. You've got to stay as healthy as possible. You don't know how long you're gonna be there for. <laughs> you don't know who you're gonna meet. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> All right, what's number four? Ooh, number four is uh, Tetris Effect. I like it. Yeah. Interesting uh, the, choice. The, the, the VR version. Oh. Uh, you can play the VR version on, I think it's like PlayStation and uh, PC. Um, it's different. It's like... Mm-hmm. It's it's like it's like yeah Tetris yes Tetris but like if you play Tetris Effect in VR it's a it's a whole different experience. I didn't know this existed in VR. My mind's blown because I love Tetris. It's there you go. You crazy. But how does it work in VR? How do you move the, it's, the object? It's, it's Tetris. Like like the 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 board is in front of you. You can see the pieces dropping. But uh, yeah, all sorts of different particle effects that are like flowing around you. And there's also like an amazing soundtrack that accompanies it. And the soundtrack kind of changes depending on what you're doing. Like, so when you're flipping the pieces, it it can create different sounds and particle effects. When you're creating lines, it creates different kind of like 
I guess it's it's almost it's almost like improvisational jazz in a kind of way because you're kind of creating the music as you play, and which is why it's called the like the Tetris effect because at, at certain parts you kind of get into the into the zone when you play Tetris. Like everybody kind of gets into the zone when they're getting a good run, like. And you what you find is when you're playing Tetris effect, you're going along with the music, and so what they kind of subconsciously do is they switch the tempo of the falling blocks along with the music and how you're playing and so as you're as you're getting better and you're speeding up the game's speeding up and you're like oh what hold on okay <laughs> and it's like oh snap it's turning to and then all of a sudden it slows it down it's like okay you slow down a bit it's it's an amazing experience and uh it's multiplayer as well online multiplayer uh, which is That's which is really so fun. Cool. The, the, the online multiplayer isn't in VR though. That's the only thing. Did not know that existed. I think I might need to get. Tetris Effect has one of the best soundtracks I've ever heard, and it took them like almost two years, I think, to actually release the soundtrack for you to like mm. buy and listen to. There, oh, wow. There's one level in Tetris Effects that's different than the rest, where like the background is like kind of like a city at night. And when yes. you're dropping, you're dropping the, the pieces. Jazz one. It's the jazz one. So it's like jazz music in the background. But every time you mm. drop one, it's a piano key. Mm-hmm. So you're creating just some fucked up jazz. Improvised but it so- jazz. Yeah, but it sounds good. <laughs> it sounds so good. I, the, I guess the, uh, the one of the be- nice things is that I think they remember the developers saying that, like, feel free to kind of stream our game and we're not going to kind of DMCA anybody for the music because the music is the main part of it. Yeah. It's and, always a worry. I know a lot of people are like worried about, well, can I stream this game? They're like, no, mm. feel free. Feel free. We're not DMCAing anyone for uh, with the music on this game because it's it's a part of it. You can't play Tetris Effect without the tunes. No. Yeah. <laughs> I know there's certain games where people got to turn the music off when they play it because they don't want to get DMCA'd. Like, yeah. Nah, to, yeah, now Tetris Effect is amazing. If you've not tried it, play it in VR. It's on PSVR and HTC Vive and Oculus and all of them. But like, it's yeah, it's a it's a really good one, really good one. Do they keep the classic Tetris theme tune in it, or is that not in it at all? There's a way to unlock it. Oh, because that's a that's a classic. Like I, the first ever Game Boy I had, like the old school brick game boy we had like a 51 games in one cartridge that i think my yeah, dad got off a bloke boy. in spain and uh that had tetris in it and it was it's the classic it's the classic so what's number three speaking of game boys my number three is is uh, a game boy one it's uh uh You're do you remember rummaging. this you might be too young for this me? Game Boy Camera? Uh, yes, I, I think I'm older than you, I know. <laughs> no, <you're not>. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember this very okay, well. Uh, older than the both of you, so yes, I remember the Game Boy Camera. <laughs> yeah, for, for the for the younger listeners, this was the the original selfie camera, isn't it? Yeah. It's the original yeah. selfie cam. So I know it's currently brandishing the, the, uh, the, the bright Who yellow Game Boy. Who was before this? With the old school weird webcam thing on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you knew you were taking pictures of people with this. Like, <laughs> even taking taking someone's temperature or taking a picture. It's all, isn't it? <laughs> I remember that but very the, well. The Game Boy camera is uh, is amazing. Um, it's a camera, obviously. So on a desert island, I want to be able to take pictures and things and have an excuse to take pictures and and play a game. But uh-huh. uh, the one cool thing about the, the Game Boy camera was you could take pictures and you could play games with the faces and things. So yeah. let's say I took a picture of you, Peach. You would be like the boss in one of the, the games. And then like 
you'd have to defeat you in order to kind of get get to the next level and things like that. Uh, and it was really fun. It's a really fun game where you could uh, it's you could uh, obviously take pictures, you could edit them, you could put uh, different filters on. As I said, like Snapchat, all Instagram, all them ones, they stole everything from the Game Boy camera <laughs> because they did. They did. Can you get a little printer as well and print them out? Yeah, I got the printer around there somewhere. I'm like, keep yeah. hold of that. I'm so jealous that you still have that. Yeah, this is my Game Boy I had when I was nine or ten, I think. Uh, yellow is my favorite color. So I can see you're wearing a bright yellow hoodie. I can see that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, it's uh, it's, it's a it's a really it's a really fun game. There's you can make music on it, which is great. Um, you can also, uh, there's like a Space Invaders game. There's like a ball game, traditional kind of game and watch thing. Uh, and one of the cool things I did on this on this is uh, I made my own game on it. You can make your own game. Like, really? use your imagination. Yeah. So like there's a there's a feature called like hotspots on the, on the Game Boy camera, right? And basically what you would do was you would, de- you would put these hidden hotspots on a picture. So let's say, say it's a picture of, uh, of Justin, right? We put we put like a hotspot on Justin's nose. So what would happen is you go into the game and you you see the picture of Justin. You press his nose and then you can make something happen. So you could make like a you can make like a sound effect play, or you can like make a special effect happen to the screen, or you could like transition to another completely different picture. Uh, and so what I did was I made like a like a point and click game on there where you would. You would you'd have an environment and then you can you could see things in the environment and then you'd click on them and you'd kind of progress through the story game. Like, I mean, I'd love to show you on here, but the screen is so dull. But, like, <laughs> <laughs> but essentially, like like 10 year old I know was like making like a little point and click game. It was like the first video game I ever made, actually, was uh, on this. That's amazing. And now yeah. you're on now you're on dreams losing the half your save file. <laughs> there you go. I'm sorry, I'll stop bringing it up. I'm, I'm just really kicking you while you're down. Mm, thanks. <laughs> it's funny that you say that about the dull screen, though. I used to hate that with the Game Boy because you'd get... Do you remember when you used to get the little light thing that would, like, clip on and, like, have there it over it? But, so like... many accessories. Do you remember the magnifying glass? Yes. Mike, <laughs> <laughs> when I had... The, I got the original run of the Game Boy when it came out when I was a kid. We didn't have any of these cool accessories that you guys had. <laughs> I, I just had a green screen that I could see during the day. That's it. Excuse yeah, me. It I had the old school Game Boy as well. Green. I don't know why it was green. <laughs> yeah, that must have been like, the cheapest screens. Like a gross they, they screen as well. It was, it was a sick the green. cheapest screens. <laughs> green. Yeah, that would do. I think it was built like a tank though. It could withstand a yeah. lot of stuff. Yeah, they can. There was a, the Nintendo store in New York. I visited it multiple times and uh they have one that was from i think the iraq war that was like blown up but still still worked like half of it was blown to hell and it was like oh this thing still turns on and works wow that's incredible technology back then like they were ugly as hell but they were robust (laughs) it's like the old old nokia phones you can't (laughs) they're amazing (laughs) <laughs> you just have to look at your iPhone a bit too hard then it breaks <laughs> <laughs> so you, you've got your game by camera I'm really I'm I'm loving these choices by the way I'm, you, you, you're blowing my mind to be honest I know I have no, I, I literally have no idea what's coming next he, <laughs> oh you're going to do the, ne- the next one is dreams I was going to say <laughs> uh. <laughs> dreams is actually an inspired choice uh, well I'm 
as you can tell, I made this these these choices before the the recent incident. But like, uh, <laughs> uh, but Dreams as like a just as a software tool is like amazing. So I only recently found out about Dreams. So how, how would you explain it to someone who had no idea what it was? So I'd say like rather than think of it as a game, it's not really a game. I'd say it's more like a, a like a software enabling tool that allows you to kind of create anything you like. Um, hence the, the the title Dreams. You can make like music, you can do artwork, you can make short films, animations, games, anything you can kind of dream up. Hence the mm-hmm. title, you can kind of create in this game if you can, if you have the know-how or you have the imagination to be able to kind of see it through. Uh, and the, the great thing about Dreams is it's, it's a, a community-based software where, for example, let's say you want to make a game, but you're, uh, you're, you, you're great at making different assets and things and coding, but you're not very good at music. But what you can do is you can go into the, the community and say, oh, I'm looking for some like upbeat music to go in here. You can search for upbeat music. And what the community can do is they can kind of make their creations public for anyone to use. And what happens then is you can just drag and drop their creation into your game and then boom, it's there. And what happens is they automatically get cre- credited in your title once you uh, save it and release your title so uh, we can the three of us could make a game if we wanted and utilizing our all our strengths um, and we could all get credited equally uh, in the creation of the said game whatever the game could be and so like you could make let's make let's make a dating game (laughs) you could if you wanted like i was gonna say desert island one but you can can go that way if you like (laughs) it almost like the description of it actually almost doesn't sell it enough because like when you think about like making making games and what media molecule had done in the past like there was little big planet and like Mm. yeah you could do cool things in little big planet dreams is like you could make full-fledged triple a looking games or you could make it where like two sock puppets are fighting uh you could do and and everything in between it's Mm -hmm. the most amazing tool i think i've ever seen Mm -hmm. is 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 it a it's an incredible tool it's super powerful um which which is why i i believe they like lean heavily on the community to kind of help out because because there's so much to it it can be quite daunting to like jump in and like okay i want to make something but all right, what do I make? Like, <laughs> if I was to say to you, Peach, what would be the first thing you make? What would it be? Well, I was watching someone, because um, I uh, have a lovely friend who streams a lot of dreams, and he was playing someone who had literally remade Super Mario, mm. like using all the music and everything. I was like, how is Nintendo not suing this person? Oh, oh, oh but, they are. Don't worry about that. If- <laughs> <laughs> they will, eventually, if they haven't yeah, already. Don't worry about that. But you can you can literally do anything. It's crazy. Yeah. There's there's people that have made like Sonic Adventure, but like even better than the Sonic Adventure or like the Dreamcast and stuff like that. It's like it's like, whoa, how does this play better than the actual game? It's yeah. like <laughs> there's like there you can do th- like a lot of people they start off with like making fan projects or things that they idolize in games. Like the first time they're able to kind of create something, they usually latch onto something that uh has inspired them to get into gaming. Uh, but then usually after that, they start making original projects uh, projects, and and it's nice to see people collaborate together and things because you might be amazing at like uh, uh, creating characters and things. But when it comes to like coding and doing the logic, it's like I have no idea where to start. Like 
how do I make this person jump when I press the cross button? I don't know. And then you can get someone else to come in and say, yeah, I'll jump in. And you can literally just share that thing with them and they'll they'll make it work for you. And then boom, you've got it working. And it's it's like a really cool kind of community of helpful creators that just want to create. And there's a lot of people that have created video games on there that has been their first video game they've ever made. And they've never thought about making a game before. Uh, but since like, taking on dreams they've they've got the itch and they've it's been like a stepping stone to them to almost kind of get into the industry in in many mm. ways and i guess it's it's a it's a nice it's a nice uh at the very least it's a nice kind of way of kind of showcasing your ideas it's almost like a portfolio of things that you you can have like a portfolio of this is stuff that i can do um and I've I've heard people kind of got jobs in the industry mainly from showcasing mm-hmm. stuff like that within dreams because it's it's concepts and that's how you kind of get I uh, get employed into the gaming industry is can you see something through do you have a good idea how does it work and how do you test it like all those things you can do in dreams uh, and the great thing about it is you've got all these free beta testers to test it for you give yeah. you feedback they can like it they can upvote it. They can do. They can do. They can share it with people. There's like a online web portal where you can literally go on the website and look at any dream that's been released ever. Mm. It's like it's like it's, it's a amazing. it's a it's an amazing tool that I I'm sad that it doesn't have the press that it should have. It it mm. it's it should be the biggest thing out there. You can make mm. your own games on the PlayStation Four and the PlayStation Five. And for hundreds of thousands of people to play, and it's everyone's talking about Call of Duty, <laughs> right? It's so weird because Sony Sony owns Media Molecule, and mm. like th- in between Little Big Planet two and Dreams, it was year five six yeah. years, and they gave them the space to just be like, go make your thing and make it great, but then went like which is great, but then never advertised it at all. Yeah. So it's because really, I, I, I really hadn't, longer. I really hadn't heard about it until probably a few months ago. It's mad. It got it crazy. got announced when the PS4 got announced. Yeah. Dreams like it got, and that was what oh, eight years ago, ago, maybe longer. Yeah. And they, that's how long they've been working on it for, and it only got released last year. Um, it's been it's been in the works for a long time. Um, it's like Media Molecule are a small studio, and so I can understand them not getting the. And it's a hard one to market as well. How do you market? How do you market dreams? Yeah. How do you market a game that you can do anything in it? Mm. It's like, yeah, you can showcase people's like creations and things, but to the average consumer, what is, that doesn't mean anything to them. They're just looking at footage from like what looks like a hundred different games. Where do I where do I come in? Do you know what I mean? Did you see that um, Nintendo Garage game that got announced this week? Yeah, it looks great. See, I like, think it looks really good. The, but I again, it, I'm going to pick it up for certain. It's one it of those. It doesn't look as deep. Yeah, it doesn't look as deep as dreams. But it's again, it's like, well, how do you how do you market this? And they're literally showing like step by step. Okay, this button in the trailer, this button connects to this to now jump, <laughs> and it's like showing you like you know like baby's first video like video game maker, and it's like it's yeah. it's neat. But yeah, you're you're completely right. Like, how do you market dreams? Mm. It's 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 it's, re- it's really hard. It's really hard. The only way like dreams will survive is if it uh, if it's it keeps it. There's still conversations about it, and there are to some extent like there's a lot of like some dreams go viral, but they mainly go viral because they're 
recreating different things. Because do you remember when, I think it was last year, like Epic put out like a thing saying, this is the first look at PS5 mm-hmm. graphics. And they put like an Unreal Epic Engine, uh, Unreal Engine kind of showcase. And then someone in Dreams went and made it. <laughs> like similar, to, <laughs> went and made like a similar like thing. And it's like, and like did a side by side. It's like, yeah, they look pretty similar. But it's like, <laughs> like it goes viral when those things happen. Yeah. But like outside of that, it's 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 hard. It's hard because like they have they have like a awards every year where they do uh, they showcase like the best creations and things. And the creation that won this year is absolutely amazing. If you like um, escape rooms, you need to play this one. It's called Lock, and it's I played it on stream with uh, over like four or five streams. Everyone in the stream was struggling because it, it's 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 a super hard escape room. But when you figure out the answers, you're like it makes sense it makes sense <laughs> and it took the creator about a year to make uh in dreams but it's a, it's a really cool escape room that me that you need to take notes it's one of those games where you need to take notes oh it's really intense then <laughs> you need to backtrack you need to really think outside the box with a lot of the things uh i can't even i can't even spoil any of your puzzles for you because they're so obscure uh-huh. there's like one of the puzzles is is involved on the title screen of the game that you need to go back to the title screen of the game in order to kind of Wow. figure out and it's like oh you was referring to the the main main title <laughs> like That's stuff crazy. like that is yeah it's a really really fun um if you want a really cool game to play along with people on stream check out luck on on uh, dreams it's it's amazing it won uh, creation of the year last year mm, awesome are we on to are we on to the last one i think so i think so on to the last one what is it Oh, see, this one is tough. I, I'm torn between one of two. Do you want to? Do you want to do like a special shout out for the one that didn't get picked? You can do that if you want to. Oh, you can do special shout. <laughs> you okay. can. We'll, we'll we'll let you have this one. Special <laughs> shout pick. out to 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 Mario Kart. Um, Mario Kart uh, Mario, Eight. Or? Yeah, Mario Kart Eight. Uh-huh. I, I think it's the best one. I think it's the. Best it's one. a good one. Like I've I've got a lot of love for like Double Dash and all the others, but like when I think about it. I've probably put more hours into eight, if I, if I'm honest. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, my my fifth game that I'll choose is uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild. I think I I had a feeling it would be this. I really uh, do because I know how much you love it. Love it. <laughs> oh, it's it kind of changed the way I've I changed the way I thought about games and made me f- see that games could be something can be created in such a way that you can have your own unique experience. Like the story, don't get me wrong. The story in Breath of the Wild is absolute trash. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there nobody, nobody plays there the story. There isn't a huge amount of like, story. It, it but starts yeah. off fantastic and then it drops the ball from there. <laughs> <laughs> story is trash. Like, but the actual story of, uh, you playing it and you creating and crafting your own unique adventure it's amazing. Like every person I talk to who's played Breath of the Wild, something's happened to them in the game. That's never happened to me. It's never yeah. happened to someone else. It's never and, but they have that story. And uh, the level the the feeling of exploration in that game is is nothing I've ever felt before playing a game in terms of like I it came at the right time because I was tired of all these open world games where you just all you're doing is looking at the map, you're setting a, way, a, a marker and then you're running towards the marker and then mm. there's there's like a million different like icons on the screen. It's like the Assassin's Creed thing where you're just like, okay, there's like 
a yeah. hundred different things to do and it's like and they're, and they're all nonsense and it's like they don't really mean anything and it's like uh. whereas i i when playing breath of the wild i very rarely looked at a map very rarely mm. i was just like let's just walk off let's just go head yeah. in this direction just kept heading in that direction had a little adventure over there you'll always find something found something else over here i don't even know where i was on the map half the time because unless you like unlock the towers you can't even see what's on the map yeah yeah most of the map was just blank for me <laughs> i'm <laughs> uh, just see, playing I'm, game i'm somewhere i like my I'm map completion i have to get the map first but i totally get what you mean <laughs> <laughs> i wasn't i couldn't even get half the towers i i couldn't figure out how to kind of get on, on top of them so i was like eh, leave it i don't care I don't need like map. i'm enjoying just not knowing where i am i'm somewhere i'm somewhere <laughs> and like that experience was absolutely fantastic i remember playing it i was on a flight to thailand and uh i remember um, i had my battery pack everything i had the the luckily the seat had a charger on it had that nice. as well nice. and i set it up and it was it was like the first month the switch was out as well so the lady sitting next to me had no idea what i was using <laughs> and i was just sitting there the entire time and i think the the first part of my trip was 11 hours to bangkok 11 hours straight on, on wow. breath of the wild yeah and like that sensation, I was just like, this is amazing. This yeah. this game is is absolutely amazing in terms of how immersed I am in in this, in terms of uh, like, I don't know what's going on in the story. I don't care about the story, but like the story in which I'm crafting myself in terms of the adventure that I'm having with Link, uh, the places I'm going, the things I'm seeing. I had no idea what was in the game. I didn't look at any reviews. <laughs> like and So like all the things I'm discovering, I was like, yo, you can do this? Yeah. What well, I'm walking around and like I'm getting electrocuted because it's, there's thunder out there. Okay, it's oh, because I'm wearing I'm wearing metal. Okay, yeah. and then you can throw your sword at someone and then it electrocutes them. It's like well, that's a thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it's so clever. There's some wood on the floor. You, you, you hit it with your sword. <laughs> fire. <laughs> there's fire there, but then because there's because there's fire is creating an updraft. Well, I can use my my sail to soar up because I created a campfire. Yeah. All these things <laughs> I just, dis you just discover. Like no one tells you. Like no one tells yeah. you in Zelda, yeah. create a fire that will create an updraft. Then you can like float upwards. No one tells yeah. you that. Just figure it out yourself. It was using my inventory to channel electricity from one point to another to solve one of the shrines in the not intended way that blew my mind. <laughs> yeah. And the fact that it just lets you. Yeah. It's like, you're yeah. going You solved it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so done. Yeah. I love games <laughs> that allow for that level of freedom. Love yeah. it. I hate those games, you know, where you just you just bump into an invisible wall and it's like, nah, you, you weren't supposed to do it that way. That's not how we designed it. You, you're supposed to do it this way, not that way. And I'm like, uh -uh. The, Zelda is one of those games where it's like, whatever. Go on then. <laughs> do it. Do what you, you want. to do it that way. You do it that way. <laughs> you do you, boo. <laughs> you, do, you do you, boo. I, you, I um, love that. You started a debate a while ago. I remember this. You put a vote out to who prefers Breath of the Wild and who prefers Ocarina of Time. Oh, I knew Breath of the Wild was going to win. See, I'm <laughs> I'm a very big fan of Ocarina of Time. It's like, it's my childhood. I, ha I have a tattoo of the Ocarina of Time. That's how Ooh. much I love it. Yeah, but when was the last time you went back to it? Uh, look, okay, it's been a while. I had it on the 3DS. I think that was the last time I played it. I had it on the 3DS and I do still have it. Um, but 
I, I understand. I understand that Breath of the Wild won. I, I don't think you can compare them because I think Breath of the Wild is so very different to Ocarina of Time. And it was very different to any kind of Zelda game there really that had been out. Yeah. Um, I was a little bit. I was a little bit hurt by that. I'm not going to lie. The fact that Ocarina of Time didn't win. <laughs> Why was you but... hurt though? <laughs> you, you, don't recall what I said about Twilight it's Princess my at baby. the start of this. Yeah. <laughs> Troublesome. And a lot of people came to me and said, "Yo, Twilight Princess is the best Zelda you ever play." I went to play it, and it's trouble. It's been troublesome. You said what the about entire game? The entire there's there's a secrets in the game. There's a kid called Colin. Yeah, I know in a Zelda game, right? Kid called Colin. Colin. Right? Yeah, Colin. Translator is translator's kid or something. Yeah, isn't it? it's the translator's kid. It's the translator's kid. You say there's all these amazing names in the Zelda game: Ganondorf, Zelda, Colin. Yeah, and then there's there's a kid called Colin. He's getting bullied, and so he's getting bullied by the other kids. And so what he tries to do, he wants to try and he puts himself in danger in order to try and save the other kids. Doesn't work out. Almost dies. All right. When you save him. He says, sorry, I got caught and I just wanted to be brave just like you. And you're like, oh, that's touching, right? Because he said, my dad wanted me to be brave like you. Because his dad was toxic as hell. <laughs> his, dad said, his dad said, man up, be more like Link. <laughs> so this kid went out, put himself in danger to be Nearly more like... his kid killed. <laughs> People saying this is wow. the game, you know. Poor Colin. <laughs> Poor Colin. <laughs> Let me just tell you, Ocarina of Time is just as bad. <laughs> oh, Nostal probably... Nostalgia glasses you got on. <laughs> you know what? You know what? If I went back and played it now, in all honesty, if I went back and played it now, where well, there would probably be some similarities to Twilight Princess where you're like, oh, we can't say that anymore. It would probably be that kind of thing. Mm. But I do still love it. <laughs> I know. All I know is that I've seen you play Breath of the Wild on stream and I haven't seen you play Ocarina on stream. You That's only it because there? I you can't. See Thank you, Justin. I can't. It's not on any console now that I can stream on. I could probably get an it's emulator, but... It's on Wii U. You said you got a Wii U. I don't U. have a Wii U. I'd love to have a Wii U. I don't have a Wii U. You got a Wii? No, I don't have a Wii. You got an N64? <laughs> like, what's going on? No. Yeah. Mm. It's supposed no. to be your favorite game. You can't even play it. I, I <laughs> no means of I'm playing going, your favorite whatever. game of all time, yeah? Okay. Some favorite. I hate you. I believe it, yeah. <laughs> that could never be me. Still got my oh Game my Boy God. here. <laughs> Show off. I'm just saying, Breath of the Wild is, is a better game in every regard. Look, I understand. I understand. And Sorry, I actually, I think I think I even said this in the in the last episode. If I if I could go back now, I probably would change my choice. To Breath of the Wild because I, I've been playing it so much more recently as well, like on stream and everything, and it's a great it's game. I I get it. You can get so many hours out of it. All right, let. So All right, much. I get it. I get it. It's so fun. much. <laughs> There's a reason that like we're seven episodes in, and at least five of the people have chosen yeah. Breath of the Wild. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's mm -hmm. a, it's a very popular choice. I think we can we can just guess that someone's going to choose Breath of the Wild. It's a fun game to watch as well. That's it, the is. Thing. Yeah, it, it is. Because it is. It's unique for everybody. Whenever and someone plays, it's not like when you first play. Right, everybody goes left here, then everybody goes right there. Everybody mm -hmm. does this. Everybody does that. It's you like no, you want. like everybody plays Breath of the Wild very differently. Like 
the one of the first objectives of the game is like talk to Impa. I didn't do that until I was what fifty hours in. I think did, you're right. I, I never, think I, I did the same thing. I never went that way. <laughs> <laughs> when I started a game, I just went where I wanted to go, and I just went you're off 50 somewhere hours to the in west. Going, who's Impa? <laughs> I was like, bro, I ain't been Impa. <laughs> I ain't seen her yet. I hadn't seen her. <laughs> like the the you know the outfit the main outfit that's in uh, the, all the promo for Breath of the Wild the blue one mm. I didn't even get that to the end of the game I was like I was seeing all these screenshots I was like whoa how comes people have like the the health bar and the health points HP above above the enemies I was like I've not got that it's not like a special power it's like no you need that you need that that clothes where'd you get that clothes oh you get it at the start do you <laughs> <laughs> Love that. I Look, love a that. as long as you're having fun, that's all that matters. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that freedom, I've only felt that freedom in like Skyrim, mm-hmm. maybe yeah. the Elder Scrolls games. Yeah. Where I remember playing Oblivion and I didn't close any Oblivion gates. <laughs> the main the main objective I just never did anything. I'm noticing a theme here. <laughs> you just do your own thing. Those are but those are the best games to do it with. It's like yeah, I'm telling true. you, it's that I've, I mentioned it on the first the first podcast we ever did in Fallout or or one of the other Scrolls games. When you're walking and you find a new settlement or a new location, they have this dumb little noise, and it's different in the Elder Scrolls game than it is in Fallout. But you're like, just keep giving me that over and over again. That's all I care about. Satisfying noise. Just heading in a direction and walking. Yeah, the amount of times I just stumbled upon a cave, and then all of a sudden I'm spending two hours in this cave fighting some some beasts oh i didn't I didn't even need to be here and then i find some like st- stranger he, he wants me to help him okay and then he back and then he backstabs me like I'm like whoa and it's like i've got a whole adventure i didn't even mean to go there i love that yeah and like any game that can recreate that in any kind of meaningful way where you can kind of have your own adventure that's unique to you is special it's the reason why skyrim is like been released like a million times on every platform and people, and people still are buy still it. playing it they exactly still buy it. it's because yeah. it's, it's that level of freedom that is that is amazing uh and breath of the wild is the first time i've seen nintendo go down a route like that and enable that behavior to allow the player to do anything i can't remember even finding an invisible wall in zelda i can't remember yeah if there is any i ain't found it <laughs> i found it i swear i finished it <laughs> i ain't 100 the game no because you don't, you don't even need to. You can just carry on doing whatever the hell you want. You do what you want. And then you come out when you're ready. I love that. I want more <laughs> games to be like that. I know I'm, yeah. I'm rambling on. And like, <laughs> feel free to stop me at any time. But, like, but when, it come, when it comes to... You ramble, hon. You ramble. When it comes to games that allow you to do what you want. Oh, it's magical. It's good. It's good to have the freedom. So those are your five games. How do you feel about it? Yeah, it's decent. Yeah, there's, there's yeah, I had like some more, but like that, I I'm happy with those choices. I think those <laughs> it's not easy. Were... It's not easy to pick. Are you gonna no, be keeping? You're gonna be keeping kind of fit, and you got some VR, and you got some Mario Kart. Yeah, I wanted to choose the things from like different that were like very different from each other, rather yeah. than same old, same old. Um, yeah, no, no Call of Duties. I'm afraid. Um, I haven't played a Call of Duty. Everybody tackles the list in a different way. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I know. Thank you so much for joining us. No worries. Thank you for listening to my rambles. It's been great. Where can everyone find you? What are your socials? You can catch me on Twitter at Inel and then on everything else at Inelius, I-N-E-L-I-O-U-S. Um, I mean, I wanted to get Inel on all the other platforms, but 
Pe- people so keep annoying. stealing. Keep stealing it. I, hate I know. That. I, I, I've heard of people that like buy usernames off of other people that already have it. It's I'd crazy. buy it. I'd buy it if the guy <laughs> responded. Uh, and Justin, where can people find you? At Justin underscore says underscore hey on Twitch and Twitter beautiful and you can find me on twitch at peach underscore please but pls uh, and on youtube instagram tiktok and twitter peach underscore please x um thanks again i know thank you justin and thank you to everyone listening we will see you soon bye for now bye bye